calling all queens It's time we live out our dreams It's the year to 30, girl, the year to 30 Getting financially free and we healing and hurting It's the year to 30, girl, the year to 30 Loving me and all my queens cause we know we are worthy It's the year to 30, girl, the year to 30 Getting financially free and we healing the hurting It's the year to 30, girl, the year to 30 Loving me and my queens because we know we are worthy Welcome back to another episode of the 30 Girl Podcast. This is season four, and we are so happy to be back. I am your co-host, Tia Noel. And it's your girl, Keisha Joe. And we have a very, very special guest today, my sister, Maquela Moreno. Um, she is a 30 girl at heart, and yes. I'm super excited for her to tell everyone about all of her endeavors and things that she's she has going on um, with her organization. So introduce yourself to our listeners. Hi, it's me, Quayla, and I'm happy to be here um, with the 30 Girl Podcast. Thank you guys for having me. First and for the most, I think that's how you say that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're trying to sound all professional. Yes, right? <laughs> but just, just to jump in a little bit. So right now I have started a, a community organization called MVOOP um, and also MVOOP Oceans. And MVOOP actually stands for Environmental Unity um, for, uh, for Oceans and then Environmental Unity Fund um, Foundation. So these are two separate entity organizations I'm actually doing. The Four Ocean part is more near, dear to my heart because I do work in ocean observing as an environmental scientist. And then my Envu venture is to help actually help the public learn about environmental regulations, help um, the public receive grants as far as um, helping them write grants, um, search for grant opportunities, and as well as um, just educating them about um, just what's going on in um, our natural world and the environment and the, how they can help and contribute um, to being a part of uh, human civilization. Um, everyone's part of maintaining order in the earth and preserving the environment. Oh, yes. awesome. I love that. And you Me know, see a lot of black women, women, you know, people always get those two mixed up. I'm people. Woman, woman. <laughs> <laughs> you don't see a lot of black women advocating for, you know, the ocean and, and the environment. Uh, yeah, I love that. It's crazy. When she told us that she this is the field she wanted to go into, we laughed her ass out the room. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'm going to be an environmental scientist. And we was like, what, what? is that? Yeah. <laughs> like, so tell us how you, like, what made you, like, are you one of those save the turtles? type people like what why are you so passionate about this how did it happen well actually what happened is after I had my daughter um I had to kind of buckle down in life and figure out what I was going to do if anybody knows me they know I've been everywhere like oh, uh, yeah. military yes. to Italy like I've always dabbled in every type of field I wanted to work in um and the funny thing that people may not know I do have a speech impediment I used to stutter like I did 
and I still catch myself stuttering. So I remember when we lived in Hawaii, um, that I, I couldn't say like, hello, I couldn't really, um, like I, I could talk, but you know, you just, you just stutter, right? So what happened was when I came back, um, we came back from Hawaii, went to my grandmother's house, uh, my cousin would make fun of me. I'm not gonna say her name on here, but you know who you are. <laughs> Wait, I stutter. wanna know which cousin it was. <laughs> Don, oh, Don! <laughs> Don, you ought to be ashamed. Of oh my goodness, Don! And she did, but you know what? At that point, I remember um, people were like impatient with my stuttering and like impairment when I would talk. Like they would make fun of it or they would do something. So I would find ways to like um, talk to things. Like it's the craziest thing. I'd be a little emotional. Oh, um, I know. I've no. never heard this oh, story. I mean, and I'm your sister. I, know, so, I don't even know. I didn't even know. Yeah. That. So I would. I would talk to like flowers and little things and the, like just to say hello because I couldn't say hello. Mm -hmm. So as I got older, after I had my daughter, I was like, let me give a voice back to something that gave my voice to me. Oh um, my god! Yeah, so that's I have why never I was, yeah, heard it's this crazy. story. I cannot believe um, I'm crying right now. It, oh my god! And it, that's what got me into it because I didn't have a voice. Like I didn't. I was made fun of by family members. Um, and when you talk to like, um, like flowers and animals, they don't make Nature. fun of you. Like yeah. they don't make fun of you. They're not waiting for you to be like, oh, hurry up um, and finish. Or you, oh, or or like you just can't say that or slow down, Miquela. Um Oh my gosh, yeah. this is I am like bawling. And that and this <laughs> is what got me into it because I was like, now I can give them a voice yeah. because they gave me my voice. So it's so cliche, it's so corny. Oh, no, it's not. But it is not. Oh my gosh. It. I'm and gonna no, call Dawn and yell at her. <laughs> <laughs> I am bawling my eyes. And it's so crazy <laughs> because it's those little things yeah. that, that literally birth uh yeah. strong passions inside of us. Like how how you were able to turn that turn that around. Turn yeah. that around on your own. Like and no one knew about it. Like you're just now talking about it. Like Yes, exactly. And um and I I I told like when I applied to um go to law school, I that and that was my reason why. And they loved it. And I was like, yeah, I have a speech impediment. I've been able to deal with it. I still stutter. You know, you still go through that phase. It still pops up. Um, mm -hmm. And I literally had to push myself out there. So I chose this field because I had to get out. I had to talk to people. I put myself in awkward positions where yeah. I don't want to talk to people. I just want to cloud up. Like, oh, my God, if I stutter, they're going to look at me and be like, oh, she can't talk. Or she can't pronounce her words. So... It's like a give and take. Oh um, my goodness. Yeah. I can't I don't even yeah. know if I can finish the rest of the podcast. <laughs> I just wanna go. I just wanna hug get on her. a plane. Yes. I wanna yeah. come to Florida and I wanna give you a hug. Oh my god. And it's and um, yeah. it worked for you because we can I've never even like noticed that you had a speech impediment. We've been around each other yeah. for quite some time now so yeah you've and definitely grown through that situation yeah i remember yeah i remember you having a stutter when we were kids and i just really thought that you just grew out of it yeah really. no, like I, I remember yeah you, you, when you would speak you would stutter a little bit but i didn't consider it like some like a speech impediment you just stuttered you would just talk fast and you would just <laughs> stumble over your words so I didn't yeah. think that it like plagued you this much to where yeah. you were out there talking to bushes and plants and stuff like and you I didn't know, know that is a form of like 
meditation and like being grounded. That's how you ground yourself by yeah. being one with nature and yeah. earth. And all yeah, that. And you did that. Like yeah. you took pain. It, I mean, pain drew you there, but yeah, it just turned into Inbooth Foundation. Let's yeah, get these yeah. coins. Oh, get oh, these yeah. coins. <laughs> so, like I said, I always tell people when they when she tells everybody that she has like a master's in environmental law I'm like half that degree is mine yes it is <laughs> half that degree belongs to me because while she was fighting through classes and all that stuff I had my niece we pick yeah. her up twice a week half that belongs to me like a lot of people don't know everything that McQuayla has done like the passions that she has and she's been that bitch for a while yeah. and yeah. everybody's just like uh, they because she doesn't really talk about it and then mm-hmm. she'll jump out there with these type of organizations and her degree and stuff like that and it was like oh so she wasn't out here just clubbing she was actually like <laughs> doing, doing some shit yes <laughs> excuse my language but yeah I'm so proud of her and I uh. when uh COVID hit and we were all working virtually for a while um I, when she we were talking she would FaceTime me I'm like why don't you have your degrees in the background and she was like I haven't even hung them up I was like you need to go frame all of your degrees and put them behind you like those are your accolades like you need to display them to people that you're talking to because one you are a black woman mm-hmm. and and you're you're talking to people from all over the world about your field and you you want people to know like look don't come at me sideways exactly (laughs) exactly come talk to me like I don't know what I'm talking about like these degrees I earn them like I know what I'm talking about I'm in my field working in my field studied in my field so when you come come correct so period period, poo (laughs) so (laughs) so I I think that a lot of black women feel that way where we kind of we're silenced almost like mm-hmm. in McQuayla's situation where you feel like you can't be too loud you can't yeah. be too proud you can't be you can't be yourself mm-hmm. so that's good that she was like uh-uh put it on the wall put it on the wall yeah, right behind you and I'm and like being in this field as a, a black woman it does come with it as challenges when I first started I don't know if you remember this I know you probably don't remember the day I, I when I first started somewhere um, just freshly new into the environmental field working. Um, I actually realized at that moment that I was a woman um, at mm. the particular moment because I said something and then a man repeated it and we're t- and they loved it. And I was like, wait a minute, I just said that. So I remember calling you. I was, a, I was at a grocery store. I walked across the street and I called and I started crying. I was like, I just realized I'm a woman today. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I just I realized that. In, it's in the workplace. In yep. the work, it was crazy. And then to be a black woman on top of it, where you have people mistake you sometimes for the admin. Um, yeah. So, Honey, I'm trying to tell you, they will think <laughs> you're doing the admin work, receptionist work in a minute. Yes. <laughs> you're just like, That's just no. a male clerk. Like, yeah. Yeah. what a bitch. <laughs> She, she just ain't here collecting the trash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it is. And it is something we should be proud and not to be like to be happy about. But for some reason, we're, we just kind of feel like we, I, well, I feel like I just couldn't share that moment with everyone with my degrees on the wall because I didn't want to smoke. Oh, you think you know? 
things, which sometimes I do think I know everything, but I didn't want to uh-huh. put it on the wall and have people be like, well, look at her, just all behind her, like, think, like you know what I mean, especially on meetings and stuff. But when you um, go into office settings with these big wigs, the higher ups, they yeah. definitely have all their accolades on the wall. Oh, yeah, that's absolutely. Yeah, they do, and they absolutely. do. Absolutely. So I, I, I'm, I'm learning to own my place in this world as being like, look, you worked for it, you worked hard for it, and excuse my language, you weren't under anybody needs desk to get what you need. Right. You wasn't down there doing, you did it, blood, sweat, and tears. Nobody, yes. you didn't have to flash your boobies to nobody. Not to a, yeah, I, yeah so I, that's I, hard work. I went up this ladder, hard work, and with family support, of course. Like I said, I couldn't have done any half of my things I've can, um, done without my family, literally. There's no way I could have done it. There's, there's no possible way. Because um, yeah, honey, all. she moved across the country on us. <laughs> yes, if, if Maquela, she, I, she's the only person that I know, or one of the few people that I know, be like, "All right, I'm moving." I'm like, "Where are you going, bitch?" <laughs> South America. South America. Like, like, switching countries. Like, Remember when she wanted to do fashion school and she went to Italy? <laughs> I'm like, she will pick. She do the wildest stuff like a lot of people don't have the courage to just pick up and go to another country and be like you know what I want to do fashion illustration yes. you like wait what <laughs> and just to give her you know her flowers for me I think she was McQuayla was one of the first people that kind of kicked off my professional career as far as like government contracting because yeah. when she went to Milan I was mm-hmm. working I had just graduated college I had just come back home and I was working in the accounting office at like a gas station upstairs, like very Bruh, basic. I remember Still working in my yeah. field, but in the accounting office, but not like corporate. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And she was like, I'm going to Milan, Italy, send me a resume. I'll tell them all about you. And they literally hired me. So your name held weight. Like they, they valued yeah. your opinion and everything. And they loved you. Those are big shoes to fill by yeah. the way. <laughs> yeah and that's what i'm about i'm about moving on and having other people like just do it just go ahead like open those doors for people i've been a bit a big advocate for that for helping people um because it's hard like it's just us against the world per se we're such a small group of women Mm -hmm. that are actually professionals out here trying to make our way into those head haunted office ceo type lifestyles and we need each other and our expertise and skills to lift one another up um yeah absolutely yeah so, Absolutely, yes, I love this. This is yeah. amazing. It is. Yes, that's it what is. I stand by. Yeah. So tell our listeners all about your two organizations. Like, what what are they exactly, and what are your goals? Okay, so I'll start off with Envoop Oceans, um, because this is what our new project is. So, Envoop Oceans is um my way to give back to the environment per se. So I I want to clean the ocean. I moved down here to Florida. Um, yes, beautiful beaches, but in certain areas where you see these yachts, you see all these boats, it's trash everywhere. And you're just like, why is no one not cleaning this up to have people come out there and clean it up? But it's not a continuous cleaning cycle. So my main objective goal, I am trying to build the ocean cleaning robot. Um, getting federal grants and going through that process is so, it's long, it's it's sometimes nearly impossible to get. Um, so I was like, let me come up with something where I can raise money to build a robot through like private funding, people, community support and help because that's what I'm about. Um, so my plan is to build Neptune. His, his, that's, I already named it. <laughs> Gave him a name. <laughs> yes. Just imagine a Roomba for the ocean. That's my idea. Yes. A Roomba. 
Like yeah. you'll be able to put the Roomba down. There will be a person there supervising the Roomba and just going around cleaning up a little bit of the waterways at first as phase one starts off. Mm-hmm. This thing is going to cost at least probably like 75K for just the prototype. Um, yeah. Which wow. I, yeah, I have to raise the money for that. The engineering designs right now, 5000 um, to start off and then 15000 for them to complete just engineering designs and draw a picture of it. Um, which I am super excited about that because it's like I can bring it to life and then go to investors and be like, hey, I have this great idea. Look here. Um, and and I, I, I and I raised like twenty five thousand dollars on my own to mm-hmm. bring this to life. So they know that I'm serious about this and this is what I want to do. I'm just not asking for money if I'm not going to put the work in. Um, so I did reach out to score. I'm going to drop a little plug for them because they are great. <laughs> and they give you a mentor. And my mentor was like, you need to sell something. You need to make money. (laughs) (laughs) Score is amazing. I actually just attended their virtual summit a few weeks ago. Yes. Yeah. And they are good. Now, my mentor, he was, he just walked me through things. He was like, no, basically, he's like, worry about the taxes and the business, all this stuff. That stuff is great. He said, but you need to raise money. You need money. You can't do anything without money. He said, the tax, IRS is not coming after you with no money you're making. So he said, don't worry about that right now. He said, raise money. So I came up with, um, I am a scientist. Um, because it's right now with diversity and inclusion within our work fields, um, as women of color, there's a lot of black scientists, black engineers, there's Hispanic, black, brown, Asian, we're all throughout the community. Um, and when I look at I am a scientist, it's a way to recognize, so look, I am a scientist. Yes, I am not the Bill Nye looking guy. Um, I wear colored mm-hmm. hair, I have long mm-hmm. nails, um, and I'm not your typical looking scientist. I am not. Yes. Um, but I but I, I have the background, the pedigree, the work experience, all of that. So I am a scientist basically says that when we wear these shirts. And when we wear these shirts as community members and people, we're also supporting us. You're like, look, if somebody see with the shirt, I'm like, hey, I'm not a scientist, but guess what? I am supporting them. I am mm-hmm. out here um, letting them do good work continue because- for like our, my other fellow scientists that are out here getting federal grants and all this stuff for their projects, they have to go through a long process for that. So we can just give them a little bit of money to help them along get their projects started. That's a good cause for me, for them as well, to help them fund their projects via these t-shirts as well. So we're not taking all the money. 75% is going to development of Neptune and then 25% goes to a local scientist um, because we're, we really care about the environment. We mm-hmm. truly do, and I want the environment to stay around for my daughter, my niece, little Ari, everyone. I want it <laughs> to be there for their kids and keep going and going and for them to pick it up and continue to go um, where it should go. Now, everyone's big on space, space exploration, go to space and new. Well, we shouldn't be finding anywhere new. We should be fixing here. Absolutely. Like, yes. Yes. Me crazy. I'm like, let's fix our problems here first before we go to Mars. And we, <laughs> right? the world. exactly yep. like, you, like you're basically leaving a mess to make another mess okay because no i mean the human species <laughs> we are we are a dirty species we man. are we will trash yeah, yeah. some stuff up and, and then, then be like, all right and leave and, yeah. and what for this cause with envoof is trying to do the ocean yeah. pretty much will clean itself if we'd stayed the hell out of it exactly, exactly. Yep. so and there was just another oil spill um yep. 
So it's, it's just crazy how we're the damaging part. Yeah. And we are. It's, and, I, and I tell people, it's our human activities. Like, I don't... Recycling is good, but guess what? Recycling is only putting the band-aid over the issue. It's basically our, our human activities, our use, our overuse of plastics, our overuse of items, our, our, our things where we have to buy all this stuff. Mm-hmm. ends up in the landfills and it goes in our oceans so yes you can have these amazing recycled products but you're not fixing the issue which is our our consumption rate and that's what needs to be talked about and we need to be re-educated as human beings like look you do not need to go and buy that 80 gallon thing of plastic bottles to put in your house for water um, oops yeah. that's sorry honestly you know what you, what you guys do at your house too with the, the deer park water gallon thing that's amazing because you, you're getting the water it's one use plastic that gets reused it's those plastic bottles why oh, like so people it's, go to the, it's, it's the individual bottles oh, yeah, I see we, what you're saying. so we do the big deer park where yes. like they bring us six bottles and then we return the six bottles and they yep. bring us another six gallon jug thingies for yeah. our little water and, dispenser and that's what people should be doing versus all these little single plastic use um your straws are another big issue you, you don't believe that um toothbrushes end up in the ocean because there's nowhere to go they go in landfills and the reuse of toothbrushes like we need to start re-educating ourselves about how can I make my life minimal, but still maintaining what things you like to do. Yeah. Like everyone likes to change their toothbrush every three months. Okay, but yeah, instead of buying a plastic one, maybe find a more sustainable toothbrush. Um, the like electric those one, the ones that like yeah yeah. So it's it's just it's a it's a cause. So I really believe in educating first before doing. Like I believe in beach cleanups. I believe in recycling. But if you're not educating people, mm-hmm. then all you're doing is just keep putting the band-aid over things. And most organizations aren't focusing on that big part of educating and getting the word out there, let people know, like, hey, there's other things you can do. Um, and stop doing that. Yeah, like, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I didn't know anything about the toothbrushes. So yeah. I'm gonna make sure everyone in my is using the electric like electric electric yeah. toothbrushes so they're not because every time we go to the dentist we they give us the little plastic toothbrushes we have a, a bunch of them around here so i'm gonna go collect those and we're not using these no more yeah and you know <laughs> what i like don't throw them away though no yeah, don't throw them away. <laughs> and that's the thing you can't find nowhere to do with those things so I, I went to the dentist's office one time and I asked the dentist like what do you guys do with all this plastic and they were just looking at me like i was crazy I was like you guys accumulate a lot of plastic in here like where's the go? <laughs> is she is the environmental police. Let me yes, tell you, that is so funny. the environmental police. Like five minute showers is her thing. She, yeah. when you are in her house and taking more than a five minute shower, she like save a whale. <laughs> Your five no minutes is up. Save a whale. I'm like, save oh away. god. Get in there, Wait. wash your important parts, and get the hell out of here. Get the hell out of the shower. What the hell you get? 30 minutes, 30, 45. <laughs> oh, gosh. I feel real that dirty. I feel real guilty right now. I'm yep. staying there until the water get cold. No, absolutely. It's therapy for me. I'm singing and that's what we have to come up with because we still like doing our basic needs of life, but you still have to keep a, a the mother earth for your your generations as a species they need yeah. somewhere to go we as the human race we can't go anywhere You're we right. have nowhere else to go you so we so need right. to maintain it for them as a, just a species and we're not doing that we're, we're we're really not we're we're so here and now and we don't think about the future at all um 
some of us, not going to say all some of people us, say, some of yeah, us, some some of us, us do. Like, well, whatever, when I die, I die. <laughs> yeah, don't know, don't care what kind of world they leaving for yeah. their, 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 the people that came after them. After them, exactly. Yeah. So, um, so going back to um, the robot Neptune, which I can't wait to see Neptune. Yeah, I love that. I love that, I love that idea. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, where you are in Florida, everyone loves beaches. So, what are some effective ways that you think you could, or I know you already like did some community networking, to make the people kind of really see how just going to the beach because it's cute and it's sunbathing yeah. and like well, what are you doing to well, make my, people get more involved? Well, what I'm gonna do is. I'm- yeah, so I'm planning on rocking the boat a little bit um, down here in the Fort Lauderdale area um, with introducing a bill to Broward County that's going to actually request for signage to be put about ocean pollution, uh, trash, and literally on piers and docks. Um, I noticed around when I went to the yacht communities, like the beautiful communities, um, and I approached a couple of people and they and, and they really weren't receptive to the idea of signage on their docks um, about pollution and ocean trash littering. Um, and it's understandable. You're, you're like you're living in these million dollar homes. You have a 10 million dollar yacht. Who wants to come out and see a sign about ocean pollution? Right. However, mm-hmm. it needs, that's part of educating the community so they know their their captains and crew member knows like, look, if you see one of your crew members literally, this is the punishment. These are the fines and it's right there. It's, it's just another resource for them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am I haven't drafted up the bill yet. So I am just in the planning phase of it. I'm trying to look at the regulations on how you introduce a bill to the county. Um, but it's going to rock the boat a little bit um, when I talk to just other people in the community and they they weren't they, they weren't too happy about it. But in the day, that's change in progress. Like you can't make everyone happy and really nice. You have LED lights on it. It can be beautiful, um, illuminating in certain communities or other ones may not have those um, beautiful signage in those uh, community or whatever. But they but they need more signage on the beach about ocean pollution and trash. So yeah. I'm ready to rock the boat there in the county um, and get a name for Envoof Oceans and Envoof and myself as well. Um, so they know, like, look, I'm not playing around. Like, yeah. you got to put the pedal to the metal around here um, and figure something out. Yes, that's, yep. that's going to be funny when they see you coming with your I am a scientist shirt. Mm-hmm. Telling people, like, yeah, pick that up. Yeah, <laughs> and no colored hair. I'm not gonna have no colored hair on that day. Listen, you, you, <laughs> listen, you better wear that colored hair. You, as I call it, your thought hair. You better thought thought hair, hair your, I'm a scientist. I actually Those... love that part of it because, like you said in the beginning, it oh. lets everyone know that like there is no one way to look. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, because think... scientists don't look like you or yeah. me yeah. Yeah. from, from right. what we're introduced to. Like you said, when the first scientist that we're, we were all introduced to as kids was a middle-aged white dude. Yeah, his glasses. hair all over the place. Yes, and, and he had on a, a white lab top. coat. Yeah, like... <laughs> so I wouldn't, my kids or, I mean, we didn't envision us as scientists because we didn't have that representation and see people who looked like us in those positions. So it's good for you to go into these communities. Like I, she was telling me this story when she was um, just kind of going around in the neighborhood and talking to the kids, how Bequela is not your typical, uh, she is very sexy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> she 
uh, exudes sex appeal wherever <laughs> yeah, she goes. Absolutely. So can you imagine her going into your neighborhood and you standing there? But Quayla says she was tra- talking to the kids and like their mamas was like grabbing their husbands. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like I was like, wait. <laughs> She's like, honey. She said they gave me the nastiest looks. I'm going to the neighborhood trying to talk to the kids about scientists. She's like, everybody was grabbing their man. I was like, I can't imagine. <laughs> me a lot too because I'm such a nice person like and I and I, I went in a F neighborhood they have uh, they have letters in their neighborhoods here so I went into an F neighborhood and you would think as us as minorities and and that they're more Afro-Caribbean based that they would mm-hmm. be more receptive of talking and like like oh look there's like uh, someone that looks like me that's talking about this no no one was receptive um, and everyone was just like, well, it, it, it seemed like far-fetched them. Like it was like a dream or illusion to them. Yeah. Like, what? It could never happen now. Yeah. And what's so crazy is, and I hate to say this, but had it been someone else yep. coming in, you know what exactly. I'm saying? That looked, yep. that looked, didn't look like them. They yep. probably would have bought into it a little more. I don't and, like that. and that's exactly how I felt at, at that moment. I was just like, you know what? I'm going to keep talking and you're going to keep listening to me. So yep. Switch mm-hmm. on to your man, boo boo, and but you gonna listen, <laughs> right? Hold on, strap in, boo, because we gonna finish this. Strap in. I'm gonna finish my conversation. You receptive yes. or not, or whatever. Oh goodness, and that's it, crazy. <laughs> and it's, it's so unfortunate because we like we we want to get engaged in the community. We want to work with these community members and bring their children on to teach them. Like, look, you can be an engineer, you can be a scientist, you can be an astrophysicist, you can be anything you want. Like, you are not limited to what like your like 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 your your environmental holds for you in these neighborhoods and no one goes out to these neighborhoods and do this type of outreach for these children to let them know like hey you you can dream like i i I remember as a child i kept changing my career every time marine biologist um, Mm -hmm. um i was everywhere like literally and like but but my mother never stopped me to be like well no you can't do that Oh, mm-hmm. what, no, I've never had that pathway set in front of me. Somebody tell me, like, you can't achieve that. You can't do that or my situation. I was never raised like that. But many of these children are because their parents don't give them that leeway to dream. and Allow them to dream, yeah. There. yeah. And the school systems are no better. The school oh, systems absolutely. are just like, I'm tired of these kids. They're rambocious or whatever. And, uh, yeah. you know, we're, and we're sassy people. I'm not going to lie. We can be a little yeah, sassy, sassy. Black people. But we're funny. And we mean no harm. Yeah. Um, so, but the thing is, and, and people get turned off by that. And they like, when it comes to children and science, they, they just don't want to teach them or they're difficult or they think everything's a joke and blah, blah, blah. And not nurturing that and figuring out something they enjoy compared to science or compared mm-hmm. to engineering or finding something. Um, no one ever goes that extra step for us. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, we always asking, so, you play basketball? Cause yeah, you're or five yeah, nine. Of you, you yeah. play basketball? Why do tall girls have to play basketball? Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why can't you ask me, am I interested in something else other than basketball? Exactly. I hate when people ask Malia that. Like, does she play basketball? No. Never. Because <laughs> she is five eight, almost. <laughs> Don't mean she want to play basketball. Yeah, and a, an honorable <laughs> student. An honorable right. a, a yeah. academic scholar. Right. And never never view us as that. You know what I mean? Never look at us like, wow, that girl can go to Princeton right there with them grades. No, you just nope. they're gonna say, hey, she can play <laughs> yeah. basketball. <laughs> yeah, because unfortunately, unfortunately, we live in a time where people it's like face card. Everybody's doing this, but yeah. people take you for face value, what you look like, your outer appearance. If mm-hmm. if you're too sexy, you're dumb. 
Yeah. Yep. If you're attractive, you don't know anything. You're just pretty and yep. stupid. You're just, you know nobody I mean? would nobody would guess that Maquela would be a scientist because she just she's attractive. She I, they would assume that you were in a different type of position than where you were. Nobody would assume that you have a law degree in environmental mm-hmm. law. Like and, no one would and, assume. And I have a, and I have a funny story about that. When I was at um not gonna I'll say Dunkin' Donuts now here. Everybody, <laughs> <laughs> I love I love me some Dunkin' Donuts. So me, I'm a Dunkin' Donut junkie. So yes. there, so there, there's a group of males in there, white males, um, in Dunkin' Donuts, and they asked me my name, and I told my name. I said my name is Nikola, and they were like, "Is they were like, is that your stage name?" And I was like, "My stage name." And I was like, no, that's not my stage name. My name Don't you dare insult Crystal Shorter by saying that name sounds like <laughs> a stripper then name. I go into my spill of explaining that I am a scientist, blah, blah, blah. I work for blah, 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 all this other stuff or whatever. This is what I do. This is what Inboof Oceans is doing. We're trying to build a robot. They don't hear any of that. So that's not your stage name. <laughs> and, <I> was- <laughs> and honestly, I'm just going to say that's men. Period. Oh yeah, yep. I'm telling you, yeah. if they can't get past the sex appeal. No, and you're, just, like... you're just too attractive, and it's crazy. Yep. And another thing is too, they don't even want to be open to the fact that you could possibly be smarter than them, exactly. more, edu- yeah. more educated Absolutely. than exactly. them. So they, they... want to kind of like keep you in a woman's place. Exactly. Like yeah, ex- and that's how I felt. And I was just looking at them like. Just get my coffee. Just get my coffee. <laughs> Just get my coffee so I can go on about my business. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it was so awkward. You look at you looking them like, yes, like just the way I dress or whatever, the way I present myself, a stage name, like, and I'm telling you all this and all this great information, you're still like, so you're not a stripper. Like, <laughs> can, can we make that clear? And you know, yeah. honestly, what I think they had, I think they had a bet on what I did because I go to Dunkin' Donuts every morning. And I think they see me every morning. I'm either going to the gym or I'm doing something. I think they honestly, truly had a bet to see what I did for a living. Because he mm-hmm. came back with the question again. And I was like, I just told you like 10 minutes I'm ago. I'm not a stripper. stripper. Like, like, oh my gosh. How may I help you, sir? <laughs> like, yeah. do you want to donate or not? Yes or no? <laughs> you got right. some money? Because <laughs> you, if you want those some ones, I got... We'll uh, take them. I, you want those yeah. some ones, I got a foundation <laughs> that you can throw them ones okay. at if you want to. Exactly. <laughs> and and, and I, I do understand appeal is everything. I understand marketing is everything. And I, I had a talk with my husband or whatever about me not being the face of the company. And I was like, I really do not want to be the face of what I'm doing. Um, because I, I, it's sad to say, but sometimes I don't want to change. I, I don't want to fit into this box to make a business successful. I don't yeah. want to be that cookie cutter person that everybody's okay with looking at or whatever right. and not be myself. So I struggle with the fact that, look, I don't want to be the face of this. If I have to put a male in front of it or whatever to get it going and make people feel comfortable, um, then is, is that, is that a wrong thing to do? And I, and I, I go through this no. moral conflict with that. Mm-hmm. Don't time. do that. Um, don't do that. I, I feel like think- that gives more, that gives your brand more authenticity. Because yeah. you are you are still a scientist. You still know you have the degrees to back up what you do. And who cares if you got pink going on pink wigs? That means you just have um, <laughs> you you have some style. You're not trying to fit into like you said that cookie cutter image that we're 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 peddled that on a regular basis. Yes. We're peddled these clean 
clean clean women and men in suits and things like that and that but that's not who you are if you need to be at a business meeting of course you're not going to show up to a business meeting with potential investors with some pink hair but yes when i'm out on the street talking about my businesses i may have on colored hair or Mm -hmm. my nails may be a little bit longer than you are used to (laughs) but let me but let me um shatter those stereotypes of what you thought that i was going to be when i opened my mouth Mm-hmm. So, and I feel like that is what you do. You, when you speak and when you talk about your businesses and your successes, you're shadow, you are shattering stereotypes. And that is one thing that I love about our group and the people that we surround ourselves with. Every time we open our mouths, we are shattering a stereotype. And we, that's exactly why yeah. you should be the face of your own. Absolutely. Thanks, so. Yeah. And I, I've, Absolutely. I've been debating that back and forth because. You, you guys know me very well. <laughs> yes, very much. Thought <laughs> hair, long ghetto nails, and, and as she would call But when you open your trailer. mouth, that yep. speaks volumes far past what you look like. And Absolutely. that's what we want people to yeah. understand. Yes, that's a 30 girl, honey. Yes. Like, yes well, I'm being, officially a 30 girl now. Yes, yes. you're officially <laughs> a 30 girl. You you definitely are shat, you shattered stereotypes. And we've been yes. doing it for years because yes. believe me, People don't think that you have the accolades that you have because you don't blast them all over yeah. the place. But you are like, no, I went to school for this. I graduated top of my class and yes, with did. these kind of grades. Like, <laughs> yes. Yep. And yes. So you, you not only are you working in your field of study, but you have degrees in it and you have long nails and pink hair. So <laughs> get into it, honey, get into it, get yes. into this ocean, get into this, this ocean um, class of mine. So I can <laughs> teach you about your plastic straws. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's especially for our community, like, and I hate to say this, but like, we don't get, we, me and T, we, we were just talking. We, I was just. This makes me want to like get three bins, one for recycling, and well, yep. like just I'm a, be I'm super. Gonna start composting, yeah, no. I'm a compost. Yes. I'm a. I'm not gonna roll my eyes in the Starbucks, the Starbucks drive-through when they give me a paper straw. I'm just gonna yeah. get with it. But, like, but I think for like, black what, people, it's like we don't either. We don't care. I'm not gonna say we don't care because even like when teaching finances for me, I don't think it's that we don't care about money and how to live and stuff like that. We just don't know. So yeah. it's the education part of it mm-hmm. that's yeah. that's really important, and that and that's and that's what I I want to promote more than education, and even for my religious folks, I was planning on going to the churches mm. and get them more involved because in the Bible it does state about uh, being good stewards um, with the environment, and, and mm. but then and I, then I, I you, so I was going to tie that part in to get them involved, like look. This is part of your Christian duty, your Muslim duty, your Muslim <laughs> duty. The stewardship is in there. Yeah. Whoever you like, you know, find, you have to get just to define what means to you the value of the environment of what you can do. Yeah. Um, very religious, and, which I yeah. talk with my mother all the time. Um, and it really shouldn't <laughs> be that deep. It's like, look, you live here. You want people to clean up behind themselves in your house. Yes. Clean up behind yourself in the environment. Like, I know you don't want that trash in your car, but let's not just throw it out the window. Like yeah, that, exactly. is, that yeah. has an effect on the things in the environment. And I know I'm like, I'm, I'm not preaching to the car because I need to tidy up 
my environmental practices because I mean if if there's something in my car that I don't want I may it's have, out the window yeah. oh lord I stopped it out the window like years I don't and I get so angry when like my nieces and nephews <laughs> ride with me and they're throwing stuff I get so mad yeah. and another thing that like really pisses me off too is like cigarette butts all over oh, the I place I hate cigarette butts that's everywhere me drives me crazy not a smoker so and, I mean, and you know what and, 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 and people think cigarette butts are like hotting and they're, they're going to biodegrade in the environment they do not they stay around yeah they uh, sit there they sit and it's there. almost like around. they congregate have you ever seen like <laughs> i'm like are they having a damn power how did, how did fifty-five thousand cigarette butts get in this one spot like it's crazy i'm like what the hell so i don't know if the rain is like pushing them all together <laughs> You gotta be doing something to our air pollution. And that's and, and you know, and, and that's good you're noticing that stuff in the environment. It shouldn't make you angry. And every time you see a smoker throw it, like pick it up. Tell them, yeah, take up. that in the take that somewhere. Yeah. Where, they they, they just throw it on the ground, dig it yeah. down in the dirt. I'm like, that's gonna be down the street with the rest of the with the rest of them tomorrow. Like, and, and my thing is with Starbucks too. So this is my Starbucks thing. Starbucks does give um, paper straws, but you guys are sticking paper straws into ga- like plastic, <laughs> plastic uh, drinks. Where I never thought about that. Oh my god! Like, I never done. thought about this. Like yes, I'm saving the environment, but I have my big tea plastic cup <laughs> with my paper straw. Does that make sense to you? It does <laughs> not. Oh I never looked at that. That is way. so oxymoron. You are so right about that. I never ever thought of that. Challenge ever. Starbucks. Y'all need to start challenging Starbucks. We can go up there like, no, this is wrong. This is just wrong right they now. They might as well just give you the plastic straw. They might as well. If you're going to keep sticking the paper straw in a plastic cup. But they do sell reusable cups. I was and I do have mine. I do have my reusable cups and my reusable yeah. straw. So if I do... and But the thing was, during COVID, they weren't it's, using person. You weren't allowed to give correct. them your personal cups. Mm-hmm. So... Hopefully they go back to that when we're out of this pandemic completely because Correct. I would take my my uh, reusable cup in there and use that. So MJ, they do give you ten cents off if you bring your own personal cup. So and there's an incentive in that. Yeah, and that's what I should start doing. Yeah, so stay out of Starbucks. Yeah, <laughs> uh, don't even bring, don't even bring don't your even own. Stay out. But of it's that Go to Dunkin' Donuts because let me tell you how you make a change, and that's how it may be as crazy on a soapbox. But 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 that's where you have to hit these companies in their pockets and force oh, yeah. them to change those yeah, habits. Absolutely. Like, look, I'm not supporting you with your paper straws, your little ten cent. You guys can be doing more. You guys are a billion dollar corporation. Yeah, like, figure you're right. Something else out. Invest in sustainable solutions. So what would be Invoof's um? Like if you had to roll out for like companies like Starbucks or e- even other companies or like, you know, those bars and restaurants along the line of these beaches and stuff, even where you are, what would be like your, I don't know. I don't know. What would be your it. plan for them? What yeah. would they need to start doing or stop doing in order to make change? Well, well the first thing you have to stop, well, it's, it's education, number one. A lot of people are not going to change due to the, the, the knowledge of it because money comes so fast to them in these businesses and it's conveniences. So they, do, so they, so they don't want to hinder the customer and upcharge them because they want to go green because green initiatives are 
Um, expensive. They are, uh, yeah. They are, some of them are expensive to change that habit. It really is. So a lot of businesses owners go against that. Yes, I, I, I can sit here and get all these plastic wear for cheaper versus having more uh, forks, like actual stuff they can reuse in the washer, the dishwasher or whatever. Mm. So my approach to them would be simply educating them on, look, think about some sustainable solutions you can do. The sm Like the little tiny small things you can do as, as a restaurant owner for me would be um, when like people are like your napkins napkins start getting reusable napkins like versus the paper you go to these restaurants are just throwing paper napkins at you paper napkins mm -hmm. yeah yep. man it's a lot and then when they come clean up they're using paper napkins like start using reusable items um in your restaurants like the for the dentist per se yes understand everything has to be sterile or whatever all the plastic but but if you're going to use all this plastics find a better way to dispose of that plastic um mm -hmm. You Just stuff that can be recycled and reused. Re yeah, recycled yeah. or, or work with a company where you can take all that plastic and sell it to them and then basically have them reuse it for you. Like work with those local companies because there's tons of local companies that take plastic and reuse it for art. Um, mm. There's a guy down here that goes um, diving and he'll, he'll take mattresses out of the ocean and make art out of it. He'll make Hold on one second. People Wait throw a mattresses in I the was ocean. About to say. Yes. They An did. entire mattress. <laughs> a mattress, A yes. whole ass mattress. Mattresses. Like literally stuff you, you think people like, how lazy are you? And sometimes it's not people, it's the uh, industry, the boat industry. Because mm. you're out there in the water, you need to get rid of something. Why not just throw it over? No one's out there watching. And that's how stuff ends up in the ocean. So you have to, again, educate those crew members. Like, look, this is not right. If somebody does it, then you, then you need to blow the whistle on them. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. It really is. I mean, it's 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 common sense, but a lot of people are just so into the fact of here and now. I need to get dispose of this now. And what's the easiest way? Throwing it overboard. Wow. So, yeah. This and is that, crazy. yeah, it is absolutely crazy. Yeah. And I think like even while educating myself and me and Malia had this week where we just started watching like documentaries on different things and we were like watching ocean documentaries and how like the local cool reefs and stuff and just how our day-to-day -day, um, overfishing or mm -hmm. overusing of re ocean yeah. resources really have an effect on like the reefs and how the the fish don't go there anymore and they don't this craze like yeah. I can't believe we have that much effect on the 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 nature around us that and nobody does anything about it yeah so, but yeah. And, and they are so speaking of the reefs there's actually um, sunblock that's reef friendly. You know, when you go put your sunblock on and you go in the water, that actually harms the reefs, the coral reefs is the mm. sunblock. It, wow. it causes the bleaching. Crazy. It does in the crazy. So now companies have um, reef protection sunblock because we need sunblock on to protect us from the sun rays. But, uh, but a lot of people will go to banana boat. Um, mm -hmm. What's the other big name out there? Like, like these other big companies versus going to the little ones that are doing sustainable solutions. So people won't go pay that extra five cent when banana boat has a two for 99 on a yeah. Oh yeah. Cause I will load up on some sunscreen yeah. when yeah. it's on versus sale. Going, yeah. So, so versus going to the ones that are actually protecting the reefs, because as soon as everybody into that, well, can you imagine everyone down here in Fort Lauderdale has to put on sunblock? All mm -hmm. of that, I, I guarantee 3%, I'm not, I'll say 1% of that sunblock they're putting on is probably a coral reef uh, safe. 
and it could and it's probably not intentionally because I think the people don't know about it. They don't know. I have not, no idea that that affects the coral no, the sunblock. Not, it, it, and the Walmart is not marketing for it. Target, they're not marketing for it. And if you see them, they're little sections, like very small sections in there where you'll see the other sunblocks are just broadcast all this marketing and pretty colors. Um, yeah. it's, it's, it's psychology, but a lot of people aren't educated. That's why, again, Envoop, education. Ocean, yes. And Envoop is education, education, education. Because the only way we can change our ways is via educating people and then once you know once you have the knowledge then it's on you to be like what i'm going to do with it spread it um, yeah yep you're either going to spread it or spread it like an std spread it spread it like std spread that knowledge spread it because i'm gonna tell everybody you better not put that sunscreen on and go in that ocean yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's a core reef. And there's a company that tropic sport that actually makes the core reef safe one there's another one too and macy's has an mm. um a reef safe one as well so wow. there's little things like that yeah that we can do like just little things you can change like little yeah. things i um, love this absolutely yeah. you make me the... want to go go outside and just yes just, <laughs> i'm gonna start i'm gonna start recycling better because ray gets on me sometimes too because i'll just throw my little plastic bottles right in the trash and he'll have to go dig them out because I didn't put them in the recycling. And I'm like, oh, it's, it's, not serious. it's really yeah. that serious. Right. And he's like, yes, it is that serious. I'm like, okay, whatever. Yeah, but and it I is will... that serious. But the thing is, you have to remember, like I said, recycling is great. But most of your recycling will end up in the landfill because people aren't recycling correctly. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Like, there's a way to recycle. <laughs> I need you to give a recycling seminar because I'm 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 pretty sure we be mixing up because we just put everything in one bag. And Not even just... mixing up because because you know what because on your plastic bottles, uh, the that that label is not recyclable. So once once it goes to the center and they they see that label, they just throw it away. So you oh. have to remove the labels off of it because the labels and they'll tell you on the bottle Read and the bottles. caps. I think and the caps. Yes, yeah, some caps are not recyclable. So you have to read the labels and they'll tell you what's recyclable and what is and not. not. And so, if they, they, so they can't just take the label off and keep the bottle? No, they will not. I mean, can you imagine all the stuff that's coming through those processing centers? So what yeah. I recommend is just reducing it. Don't use it yeah. anymore. Don't use the bottles. Mm. But yeah. you don't have to recycle. Oh God! Now okay. I gotta go get me oh, one of those gallon thingy majiggies. Yes, that's, <sighs> that's that's how you help. You literally do. Just stop using that product, and then and what what that will co- that what that will cause is these companies to start making more eco friendly products and, and easier stuff to recycle. Money. Yeah, because if it's yeah. not easy for you to recycle, you gotta tear apart uh, one piece of one bottle. Cat can't yep. kill, but I can recycle this. But I gotta take the label off. If everything was recyclable, people would purchase it because they know, hey, I can yeah. just throw this in the recycle bin and it's actually going to be recycled. Exactly. Yeah. Go to okay. where it's supposed to go versus somebody looking at it like, you know what? This person didn't do it right. It goes in the trash. They and I was watching the news one time, too. And around Christmas, they had a story about wrapping paper because everybody thinks that wrapping paper is recyclable. It's and not. they were saying <laughs> that certain type of wrapping paper isn't. And when you put it in with the kind that is, it contaminates the the batch and they have to throw the entire batch exactly away. and i'm like what in the hell <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. you mean one one piece of wrapping paper that isn't recyclable contaminates the rest of it, it so does. they gotta throw it all away so because it's it's definitely people definitely need to be educated so we know okay let me not pick this up or let me do pick this up because i can so it's it definitely education is key it i is. completely understand that now it very much is
or just don't get all that recycle um wrapping, wrapping paper. paper just mm-hmm. throw that shit underneath the tree in the tree box and go and buy the movie <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think i'm gonna do that this me. year <laughs> i'm gonna do that this year instead of wrapping uh, christmas eve when everybody go to sleep i'm just gonna sling the shit underneath the tree <laughs> open no wrapping paper <laughs> yes so how can we get involved we would love to support and all of my listeners, all of yeah. our listeners, we would love to be involved. Like what is the, I know you have the I am a scientist initiative yes. going on right now, launching this month. Yes. October 15th, we launched. So yay. In a couple of yay. days. So yay. our Friday. website is up and running. It's uh, org, And you guys go purchase your shirts there. Um, again, 75% goes to Neptune and then 25% will go to our featured local scientists um, to support their causes as well. So that's the way you guys can support us. We will greatly appreciate it. Um, we're trying to better the environment and better the community. And also, I like to tell people, like, this is a way you can feel like you can do something good because you're supporting scientists, you're supporting local initiatives, and you don't have to leave your couch. Yeah, and you absolutely. get a cool T-shirt, and somebody's yeah. actually out there doing good work. Yeah, I like um, that, and I'm gonna yeah. wear the T-shirt. I'm gonna get one. I'm get one because it's cute for both yeah. me and my daughter. And yeah, I think it would pose a question for people to stop you and be like, "Hey, so are you a scientist?" And you can be like, "No, I'm not." But in but... organization in Fort yes. Lauderdale, exactly has this initiative going on where they want to, you know, conserve the ocean. We have yep. Neptune, a robot, so it's kind of yep. still pushing the organization's mission. Exactly. And I love that definitely a conversation starter and she has different versions of it to where it's like there's one that says community science and um we are science so there's different versions of it that are conversation starters for people to and because i would inquire about somebody who looked like us that says i'm a scientist oh you're a scientist you're a scientist (laughs) no no but my sister is and she has an organization (laughs) if you would like to support 75 percent goes to a, a ocean roomba and 25 percent goes to a local scientist and you support their cause so if you're listening and you buy a shirt get a note card with the spiel on it so you can educate people (laughs) when they ask you about your shirt and that's a good idea (laughs) that's a good idea with the shirts put the little note card yeah that's a good idea i like (laughs) that little note card so they can pull it out and be like i just want to tell you about have a little have a little spiel that comes yeah. with the shirt so yeah. that's a good idea that is a good idea I'm gonna do oh, or, or like we are neptune and on the back tell people who yeah but no, are. Like, we're yeah. walking talking neptunes trying to clean the trying earth to, we yeah. need an ocean earth, but yep. yeah neptune in the ocean is really yeah. that we want to do the job absolutely so that's, that's a really awesome. good idea i'm a proud i can't wait to get my shirt me like, either. I can't wait. They're yeah. super cute. So um, I need you to make a jogger set. Um, yeah, a jogger set. <laughs> do something. Get, I, we need, it's get, look, it's cold in Maryland, so we need hoodies because yeah, pretty, soon, hoodies and long pretty soon yeah. we're not going to be able to wear t-shirts in about <laughs> a few weeks. So we yes. gonna need some hoodies and some joggers yeah. and some pajamas. And so get, and get, get it rolling. Coming too. <laughs> yep, yes. Exactly. So give someone a t-shirt with a cause. So yes, I love I, that. I just want to say that I'm so proud of you. Like, and I'm not saying that because I know I'm going to be a millionaire auntie (laughs) one of these days. Like, let me just say I'm going to be a millionaire auntie um, and I'm going to be sitting on my couch (laughs) 
eating whatever I want to eat because my sister is going as long to as do it's great environmental things. Friendly. It's going to yeah. be environmental friendly. I will make sure that the Cheeto bag can be completely recyclable. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> my yacht will be clean. Will be clean. And yes. Clean. Yes. <laughs> my yacht will have a recycling bin on it, and my yacht will not pollute the ocean. So put that on your list. That your sister is going to need a yacht that is that burns clean energy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. Where can everyone find you and uh, Invoof organization at on well, social media? Well, you can find us um, on Instagram, Invoof, E N V U F. And then you can also find us, uh, I am a scientist. So it goes underscore, I am a scientist underscore. And you'll see our little cute mascot robot. Um, yes. That is there. Yes. So. And we yeah. will be sure to include all of this information as well as a link to the I Am A Scientist uh, fundraising t-shirt, which I encourage everyone to get one. We all are scientists in, in our own absolutely. right. Absolutely. And we um, all support scientists. Yes, and support absolutely. science. Like, science is real, y'all. Like, it is. It's <laughs> not just a figment of your imagination. It really like, is. I think science... I'm not even going to get there. But don't do it, Keith. Don't, get, <laughs> yeah. don't do it. I'm not yeah. even going to get there. But I, I, I really think that that's the core of like everything. It's like Absolutely. once you understand yeah. science and how it works and everything else will start to make more sense to you. So, yep, exactly. so educating our youth, McCoyla, I really think you should tap into like getting these kids. Cause if the kids are home, like I'm not drinking another deer park. <laughs> <laughs> I think the parents would be like, okay, she came home and she said that she We've doesn't want to go to the beach anymore using the sunscreen. Like kids yep. will throw a fit. I think yep. it kind of changes the minds of parents. So, Absolutely. Yeah. We're going to have yeah. to. And that's what so, so with, work. And yeah, with the youth community. So with, with them, like they like they are the game changers because many of the parents, like you said, they, they, they're they the ones purchasing the items. Mm -hmm. They're mm -hmm. the one controlling the household. So so with so the kids are going to be our the ones that I like to target the most because those those are the change. Some people yeah. are just old, full of mold, and many of us yeah. don't want to change. Yeah. So yep. so the point is, we need to get to them. So when so when they're of that age already educated, they know what to do, and now it's their time to step up to the plate. Yeah, um, their habit is already created yeah, young. They're it already is recycling correctly. young. Yep. Yeah. So and, and and my thing is, if your parents are buying a bunch of deer park, you don't have to drink it. You can go get the right to the tap. Yep. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Tap so more. really quick before we jump off, mm. tap water. Yes. I mean, I, we grew up on tap water, but I'm not even going to lie to you. You couldn't pay me to go to the sink and get a cup of water and drink it. <laughs> and let me tell you, okay, get a Brita. Yeah, or get something. a, a but, water but, filter thing. But but honestly, and this is a fact that our tap water is more regulated than our bottled water. Okay. So the bottled water is not under regulations, but our tap water. So you're safe for drinking your tap water in certain areas because we know with Michigan, Flint, mm, um, some areas yeah. in Texas that don't have running water yet in those rural communities um, may not have uh, access to water. Still in the United States, people still don't have access to water. Um, so in the, our urban areas where we live at, you are safe for drinking that tap water than some bottled water. The some bottle companies water. are literally taking water out of the faucet and putting tap water in the bottles. And they're not regulated. Yeah. Like it's not regulated. regulated. So some people are, you're still drinking tap water and you don't even know it. Mm. Uh, but if you read the bottle, it'll tell you where the source is coming from. Um, 
And you'll, you'll look at it and be like, man, this is crazy. So you're better off drinking that tap water than that bottled water. And I remember um, my grandmother telling us the story that the, the first time when they seen bottled water, they laughed at it. Like they thought it was crazy that people were paying to bottle water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It sounds ridiculous, like, actually. It, it is ridiculous. But what they did, they marketed. Because at the time, you have to think about um, economics. Uh, families were coming more suburban. Uh, uh, moms, like moms, were no longer staying home; they were working. So, though the water industry or the Dasani Deer Park started gearing it to marketing of convenience. This is convenient now. There's yeah. you, you can grab a bottle of water and go, and that's what it was. It's more a market based against psychology on the fact that our lives are moving so fast. You don't have time to go get tap water. Go to the store and buy it. Um, oh. It's never been deemed safer than tap water because they can't make that claim. Um, yeah. So it, it's basically convenient. So they, they played on that era of the fact that uh, we, 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 we as people were just moving way too fast. Cars. Yeah, we need cars to slow the hell down. To it. We and just moving so exactly fast we can't even go to the tap and fill up a glass to yeah, drink I am water. It's, Honey. It's, here I am thinking it's taboo. I'm going to get it's... sick. <laughs> Keisha, we just learned and something you, today. And want to know, know what's crazy that I even think this way because when I cook, you use, use the water. water. Like yeah. I'm using, I'm literally eating, consuming yeah. the water on a regular. When you I are cleaning coffee, your chicken and you're cleaning your meat with the my water. my coffee water is tap, but it's this, tap this, this water. Is my brain, you know, I've been brainwashed <laughs> to this American. You know what? <laughs> it's okay i'm a scientist now and yep. i know better all right we yeah, know better we know better now key tap water okay <laughs> nobody better not look at me sideways if you come to my house and ask for water and it come out the tap okay yeah. i'm gonna say it is more regulated than my deer park okay yes it's more, it regulated. more regulated it is so in that's certain crazy. areas because we, we've seen tragedies in our minority areas and that's where the trust thing with the government uh, happens in, yeah. they've done us wrong so many times where we can't even trust our tap water mm, because they, yeah. they'll contaminate or, they, or they, they don't care about it or they'll find other ways to funnel money somewhere else and not yeah. put the right chemicals in there to maintain it and keep it safe for us in our areas. Yeah. So could be that. Yeah, they create like these scare tactics cancer and yeah. it does this and, but that's literally everything that we and that's everything and I everything think the big thing with and the big thing with the water was the fluoride issue because um, yes. they do add fluoride into water and they were saying fluoride lowers test scores and more minority they said areas. It was heavy zinc. Heavy, yeah. Heavy, um, uh, what is the other one? Metal. The heavy, fire. heavy metals. Lead and all that stuff. Yeah. Like that, yeah. Yeah. All so, and then and that, and then that came from the fact that, that people found out what, like, what, how fluoride interacts with the body. But when you go to a dentist, what do they ask you? Do, do you, you want, want fluoride? fluoride? Want a fluoride and treatment? it's extra. Fluoride and we have fluoride in our toothpaste. We do. Um, so, yeah. yeah. Hmm. So I mean, drink that tap water. Be proud to drink that tap water in certain okay. areas because we just know. We just <laughs> yeah. don't know. Okay. Yeah, you don't know. And also in your water bill, if you get a water bill every quarter, uh, they should be sending out the what what's in your water and how much they're putting in there too. Ooh, um, I'm gonna look ooh. at that next time yep. I get my water bill. Every quarter, they should be sending that to you guys. So, and they don't call your water company and request for your um the like the testing of the water, so you see actually what's going in there. I can't think of the term right now, but yeah, yeah. we will look forward. This was yeah. fun. This it, was it, fun. Educational. Very educational. Yeah. Yes. yes. I, well, everyone got some takeaways. 
um, from this episode. And please, please, please support, not just because she's our girl, Tia Sister, but <laughs> yes. um, it's, it's for a great cause, environmental unity. I think this would definitely help save the earth. Like, we're all doomed if we don't do this. Absolutely. Where are we going to live? Like, yes. <laughs> where are we going to live at if you don't take care of where you're living now? Like, support causes like these and and these tree hugging organizations because <laughs> like this is this is our our world and we can't go anywhere else yet so like yeah. we said in the beginning don't trash don't trash the earth and then think we could just hop we could we can hop to another uh <laughs> another planet, planet. <laughs> yeah this is it yeah Let's this is all you got yeah. Like clean up clean up after yourselves that's right. the bottom line absolutely this was fun yeah I, that I, a good time yeah absolutely thank you for, for joining, joining. Yeah. Thank you for educating our listeners on how to be little t- mini tree huggers and <laughs> uh, save the ocean. Like this was great. Oh, this was no awesome. Problem. Thank you guys for having me. This was of fun. course. <laughs> and again, thank you, listeners, um, for listening to another episode of the Thirty Girl Podcast. And uh, stay tuned for more episodes with more guests um, as we continue season four. Yes. Later. Bye. <laughs> If you would like to be a guest on the 30 Girl podcast, visit the website at www.30girl.org and click on the 30 Girl podcast tab. Fill out the small questionnaire there and then we can get something scheduled. I'd love to have you on.